and welcome to the Patriot Cast. This is your host for the day, Mr. Javier Bustamante. And uh, today I'm accompanied by uh, two people, um, two frequent hosts. Uh, number one, uh, Jordan Wyatt. How are you, Jordan? Hey, Javier. I'm great. Nearly as great as that fantastic new console from Nintendo, the 3DS. <laughs> and don't forget the... Wait, wait, what's this word? Epitome of mobile entertainment, the PlayStation Vita launching soon. I sure am glad to be on this back alley British independent show that is totally honest and in no way paid off like an American business. It's not like I'm some beautiful idiot reading from a... Oh, why'd you have to hit me so hard, Mr. Iwata? Cars? Hey, guys. Great to be here. Yeah, and uh, as you guys uh, have heard, uh, we have Jordan controlled for the day he's uh he's not gonna spew any hate oh, and it hurt. <laughs> he's gonna be supposed he's he's supposed to behave today according to andrew so we'll see how this goes <laughs> probably not a very very entertaining episode today um we also have uh mr toby edwards coming back how are you toby i'm doing great and uh sometimes i think jordan just starts his stream of hate before you introduce me so i can't butt in but uh yeah i'm doing great <laughs> His stream of hate. That that sounds like something uh, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't want to get under. Um, like a guard paying off the top of the building in Middle Solid too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I don't want to imagine that. So we have we have uh, some news for the day. Um, like always, every every. Well, for for me it's a Saturday, but for I guess for everyone else, when when they hear that in Jordan, who lives in the future, it's uh it's gonna be a different day. Um, uh, so we're gonna start. I guess uh, this is uh, Toby's um, piece of news: uh, the yeah. Battlefield Three Origin servers. Uh, what's going on with that, Toby? So there are kind of two parts to this news. Uh, the first is that um, unfortunately, uh, Battlefield Three is gonna uh, require Origin, no matter how you buy, whether you buy an Origin or one of the other sort of hundred uh, digital retailers, or even on DVD, uh, which is a shame. I think what they're trying to do is is kind of you know the whole the way Steam sort of uh, championed the Half-Life series and, and Counter-Strike for its sort of its its main games, which you got with it. And I think this is Origin trying to um, you know break the market in terms of that, uh, which is a bit of a shame. Um, and the other part of the story is that uh, um, you, you're only going to be able to have one profile per game um, in Battlefield 3. Uh, which is again a shame. I really think they should have kind of announced this news sure. just before you know they announced they showed pictures uh, or you know footage of jets and stuff or something really awesome in Battlefield Three because because uh, it's not doing a whole lot of great PR for them. But uh, yeah, and, and and just so we're all all clear and um, people don't be asking, what is the origin? What is what? Oh what yeah, is sorry, that, yeah. What is origin is their um, EA's digital download service. Uh, which is, it's all right. I mean, it's better than they had a series of uh, download services before this called EA Download Manager and EA Store, and it was all just awful, had many different accounts, and it was hell. Origin is a bit better, but still it doesn't offer much that Steam doesn't offer, and Steam offers a lot. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what Origin is. <laughs> so, and, and I, was, I was sort of um, commenting out of, you know, and out of the air before how... Everyone, you know, criticizes 
versus Metal Gear Online because you have to create more than one account in order to play it. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a similar case, correct? It's it's not going to be as as deep as you know having two or three accounts in order to play a game, but uh, <laughs> no, no. It's gonna be just some some, uh, some sort of extra step that you have to take in order to to play that game, correct? Well, exactly. I mean, you have to. Um, I mean, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Online is an extreme example, as always with Hideo Kojima. Everything's very, very <laughs> complex and convoluted, even uh, signing yeah. up for the online service. But uh, yeah, this means you know when you buy the game, whether even if you just bought it on DVD, you got to come home. You got to have an internet connection to play it because. Mm-hmm. Gonna have to shove it in there, and then you're gonna have to download Origin <laughs> to shove it in there, <laughs> and you know make an account profile. On you know, I was saying earlier, we you know in yeah, this so, day and age, so, we have in, to make in, accounts for everything, mm-hmm. um, and this and, is just and another even, account you're gonna have to remember. And even in order just to put it, you know, inside the PlayStation and be able to play an offline game, you still have oh, to. Oh, p- sorry, sorry. This is uh, you know, PC, PC only. Well, yeah, um, whatever. But but uh, no, you won't have to make an Origin, fortunately, for the. Xbox 16 PS3 version, but as I, you know, as I've always said, the PS the good the version. PC version is the uh, is the superior version for a number of well, reasons. But, uh, I'm sure but, uh, I'm sure I'm glad I don't play PC games anymore, <laughs> or I've That's... never played a game PC games anymore. And 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 that note, I'm just gonna let Jordan talk and see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm glad to hear that it's not on my wonderful PlayStation 3, which I totally love, and buy one kids, and uh, that Xbox 360, which is a quality device. And, uh, <laughs> ow, oh, it hurts. Um, the shot collar, you know, when I have bad thoughts. Um, yeah, it sounds like a PC-only thing, a way of DRM and controlling the thing in lockdown and sending back things back to the server, home base. And I guess that's what Xbox Live and the PC, and that's the point of them too. So I'm glad that I'm not going to have two sort of nannies or guards, heavily armed guards, watching what I do with the game. And uh, I imagine if it was on the PlayStation Network, I mean, I'm going to get shocked for this one. I imagine that the, you know, the PSN would have problems as well as this thing having problems, and it would just be a, a real pain in the bum. Oh, I didn't get shocked for that one. Um, <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm, yet. Glad it, I'm glad it's not going to affect me, and I guess it's just another way of game game publishers controlling what we do with games and um, wanting to keep it locked down in some way. So. Just yeah, the I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this, and, and you know, how, when is this gonna stop? They they keep on, on trying to make people have games, you know, the honest way. Yeah, you have to buy your game if you want to buy it, and and for that, you have to create an account that is gonna be registered with that, you know, game, and 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 you can't go and and download it from the internet. You can't steal it. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's 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 kind of like not scary, but it, it's kind of like tiring to you know. Keep on getting these these things from from game developers, Jordan. Yeah, I think. Oh, oh, sorry, Toby. Toby, that's no. Fine. Go ahead, Jordan. Oh, no, well, I was I was just going to say it it is really disappointing as well, especially since it's Dice, uh, the Swedish developer who made Battle, the Battlefield series. Uh, they, you know, they were Battlefield Two. You know, had extensive modding, and you know, you didn't have this sort of thing with Battlefield Two. I mean, PC gamers are, are pretty, um, you know. They, they, you know, <laughs> they're quite. Um, yeah, they, they just don't like this sort of thing, and uh, they're handy. They're handy. They, you know, they like. They like. Hacking. It's kind of a, it's a touchy subject because you know you could just say, yeah. oh, I just want to pirate it, and that's the only reason. Um, yeah. But they do kind of. It's kind of a trust thing, and they like developers, you know, who who trust their market and say, you know, our game is good enough that you'll want to buy it type thing, and you know, you want to, and you can mod it and stuff like that, and. Uh, 
it's kind of it's kind of roughed uh, PC games up the wrong way, which is uh, a shame. Um, yeah, and it doesn't. And, yeah, and it, yeah, like I said, it's 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 kind of like they they're trying to 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 control where the games are gonna be in and. And uh, you know, secondhand stores are not going to be able to sell those games unless, like, no, exactly, yeah. you're able to buy like a like a code or something. Mm. Jordan, yeah. Um, personally, I can't wait till secondhand stores go out of business. As someone who works in a secondhand and antique store, store and furniture all day. <laughs> um, but the, the thought that these other companies, like, where well, you're putting us out of business, you know, it's like. I don't see why these sort of parasites should be in the middle, even though I look at my PlayStation 3 collection, the majority of which I bought secondhand. But that was years ago, and I'm a hypocrite on almost everything. Make a clip of that someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, oh, you well. know, screw them. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a bit like sort of the Republicans and the Democrats bring it all political. It's like they're both so polar opposite, so black and white on pretty much everything, even though they are kind of basically the same. But um, if there's some kind of middle ground, as if, like, if it really is like the circle of trust and the uh, meet the parents and meet the fuckers movies, you know, the circle yeah. of trust and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we could be trusted not to hack and steal and smash windows and riot and, I don't know, bust up people's <laughs> doors. Um, maybe they, they could sort of back off on this kind of stuff. And I guess it's not, it's not you know, first world pains, as Javier mentioned before, to complain about having to put in a, a serial number with future <laughs> PS games. Um, but... Maybe if we could just sort of like promise, we promise never to pirate and steal your games, and we don't <laughs> mind paying ten dollars a year or whatever for online because we realise your servers cost money to host. And um, yeah, maybe we could do that, and it wouldn't have to check us all the time. And then and then all the servers would be going down all the time for different things and lock you out of the game. And oh, this isn't supposed to happen, you know. I'm sure that there are going to be complications for it. So yeah. Basically, well, we're saying welcome to the future. And and even even if they charge, uh, I was just thinking, even if they just charge a one-time fee uh, for every, you know, like I buy the game new and they charge, you know, five dollars, ten dollars one-time fee for play the game online. That that'll keep their and you know all their things going because people will be buying the game and and every time they sign in, they, they could, you know, it's not that difficult to do if if there's you know uh, like a sort of consensus between the the people who buy the games and the people who makes the games uh how they're going to handle it uh i just think that it it should be it should you know it should be mutual cuz they just seem like they want to do everything uh themselves and you know yeah. oh, we're just going to do this and and you guys have to take it and it's kind of like uh, to be fair really... to clarify one one thing yeah. i said just the last thing like you know, I said people are going to look badly on dice for it, but the, the truth of it is, it's probably EA making them do this. Um, you know, they probably don't. The developers probably don't have anything to do with it. Uh, but that's just EA, and just one of the other big corporations. But that's how it is. Um, so, shall we move on to the next topic? Yeah. Say, say your next story. Uh, so the next topic is uh, GameFly, the uh, rental service, is to launch a digital client for PC games. I'll read the, the, the extract from the article. It says, uh, Gamefly, the subscription-based video game rental service, plans to make a dramatic entry this coming holiday into the digital market for PC games. The company announced plans to debut an online digital store. For PC games within a digital client includes a number of other features, such as unlimited PC play. Gamefly subscribers will have a large access will have access to a large and ever-growing collection of titles for the Windows and Mac that can be downloaded and played as many times as they want. Um, so this is quite a big thing. There hasn't really been a PC uh, rental service as of yet, and now there is, which is a pretty big thing. And Gamefly is a big company, so they already have a massive 
uh, yeah. customer base uh, uh, Javier on EUA gameplay yeah it is it is I, I do have uh, the gamefly service and I rent my games you know pretty much just PS3 games but uh, I I currently have LA Noire rented from them it, 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 it wasn't available you know as soon as it came out because of the high demand everyone wants it at the same time but you know a few weeks later uh, I played it and in the meantime I was playing other games so it is a good service. Uh, there is no online service for PlayStation 3 games, unfortunately. But yes. I, I see that, you know, I see that PC games rental online. I think uh, it's going to be a good idea because companies like Netflix already do this with, with movies. You know, they, they rent movies online. You can just watch it online and, you know, you don't have anything but just to start the movie and, you know, and once it's 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 done, stop it or whatever, and and you don't have to do anything with the disc or anything. It's just it's just there online. Yeah, like let's be honest, like this is this is the future. This is where we're all going. And and frankly, like I don't know, like I feel like buying like console games, especially from the shop, is something that's going to be pretty small in five ten years time. Like you know, there 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 still will be shops, and you still be able to buy limited edition sets and everything. But yeah. No, it's it's going to be the the uh you know the minority of people who actually do that. Everyone's going to just download it. Um, and PC is as always at the forefront of that. Consoles need to catch up, but uh, <laughs> but um but yeah, and uh, it just in this day and age, yeah, we can just download games like that, and it's it's pretty awesome that now we can rent them. We don't even have to buy them. You know, exactly. Check them out. It's 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 a it's a good way to do it. Jordan, what do you think about this? Gee, some kind of online store where you get things like apps. <laughs> I wonder who ever thought of that. And who no, had, no, wait, know. wait, wait. Not things I know it's like rental. That. I rental. But for I... games like full, like thirty, forty, fifty hour games. Like actually, like Tiny Wings. Playing them for thirty hours. Like actually, that's how long their story are. Like Tiny Wings. <laughs> well, that's not how long uh, their story is. Its story is about three seconds. <laughs> Maybe for you, Maddie. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, it, it sounds exciting, it sounds futuristic, it sounds America only at the moment. And no, it um, sounds United Apple. As well. Sorry? UK I said, it's, well. I said it sounds Apple-like. Yeah, and I think you said the United Kingdom. Well, from what I've been seeing on the news, it ain't United, buddy. It seems like <laughs> just from here, Kingdom or something. And isn't it run by a queen now? We'll I think, I think they need to update we'll the sign. It's run by a the, queen the, or something. I think. The divided kingdom. <laughs> yeah, queendom. So um yeah it sounds um it sounds like the way of the future and uh, I guess some people are going to say but I need to buy my discs I need to buy it and I personally like to own things to rather than renting them as some kind of like I imagine it's like you got a big trough and we're all like pigs we're like <laughs> and like this giant trough is like all the slop gets poured into it from the back of the delivery truck each month I'd rather probably buy things and you know imagine having you have such a way of putting things yeah, sorry, uh, I do agree. Yeah. That's kind of, sorry, I was just going to say I do agree. There's kind of an issue there in that we have to make sure that you know there is actually a grey area as to whether we actually own the games we download, we buy on downloaded services, uh, whether they actually have the right if they go, say, the company falls under for financial reasons. Um, you know, who knows what could happen? But uh, that is a small issue. But either either way, I think it's a generally good thing. Um, well. This is this is sort of like like and and I I heard Jordan when he was saying like oh it's, I, I, people say that they like to own things physically but this is sort of like the same argument that happened when music music started going digital 
Like yeah, people, yeah. St- people started doing the same thing. Like, oh, I, I, but I want to have my CDs. I want to have the the artwork. I want to have this, and like that's not gonna end. It, it doesn't have seem to end ended for uh for CDs. I still go to the store, you know, uh, a pretty big store here, like like Target, and um and and they have CDs. It's it's not like if they're going away. I mean, no. CD stores per se are gone pretty much. You know, you, you can only go to like uh, specialized stores that have like like imports and stuff like that. And and, and record and, and like older records. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. older records and stuff like that. But but the the physical part hasn't gone away. It's just a different way to do it, and it it, it certainly becomes more popular over time. You know, like and I think that's what gonna what's what's that sorry that's what's gonna happen with games and and movies as well. Mm. Jordan? Oh, oh, no doubt about the physical thing. I, I personally think physical media should be dead. You know, I have everything on my computer. I have every one of my DVDs ripped to my computer, all 300 of them. And, um, you know, <laughs> I just like the idea of physically keeping something rather than sort of renting it for $10 a, a month or whatever. And um, I think the the ideal solution is just to have it so you can own it while you pay the fee for people who like that. Well, like an App Store model, when you buy something, you can download it again if you delete it from your computer. It's on your account. I and, do love um, that. The, the thing I don't get, though, is just it's the dollars and cents part that kind of doesn't add up for me. <laughs> I'm used to a game costing like, you know, to, to rent a movie here is like $10, I guess, on DVD or whatever. Let's say about, I don't know, five, eight American dollars or something for a new release mm-hmm. movie. And a new release game that's sold in stores for 120 bucks. It's worth literally five times what a brand new DVD movie would cost at a store. And yeah. so getting at least five times the value for basically the same rental price and just the cost and I don't think it could be like $10 a month and you get all you want you know at first there is like a limit right Javier like you only get one at a time or two at a time or something is it yeah well uh, it, it depends what plan you have uh, I have a plan that uh, yes. it's just one game at a time and that that works fine for me because I'm not the kind of guy who wants to play two games but, at a time you know like yeah. I play but, one hour this game and then change to the next game I don't. I don't really get how the the money goes back to the publishers if if everyone just pays like a flat fee and they get whatever they want and it's all digital. And well, I don't they're, really they're get... paying, they pay bigger licenses for yeah. having a game. They pay sort of whatever thirty thousand dollars or whatever to have Battlefield Three. Um, but that's then... it. One off. Yeah, there's, 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 no, no, no. There's, I mean, I, I made that number out of nothing, but it, I don't know, a, a like price that they. There's all sort be, of yeah. there's all sort of like legal clauses and legal you know legal fees that they have oh, to definitely. to take care of. So uh, I'm pretty sure in order for them to be able to rent the games like that so massively, they have to acquire you know licenses and they have yeah, to yeah. I think know, it's all worked out like be how able to pay to the to the developers. Yeah. But my point more is that the games, are, you know, the IP has historically been worth so much, and the thought that a small game developer has a game, it's like. You know, like, imagine, like, I know you guys disagree about the game, and I don't like it either, but Angry Birds, imagine if um, <laughs> they bought, I mean, it was a no, nothing game, no one knew anything about it, and now it's, a, like, a multi-billion dollar franchise, apparently, and they're making yeah, movies they're really about it. Really <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I, I never liked it, but everyone likes it, you know, over 100 million people have bought the thing I've seen, and it's on Facebook, it's on Chrome, it's on Google+, Plus. I think, it's on everything, you know, yeah, and imagine... Being told we already paid you your five grand, you know, for your little indie game that'll never go anywhere, you know, piss off, you know. It's like <laughs> Grand GTA Four, um, 
when it, the voice actor for Nico Bellic, and they said that he got like a hundred grand or something. They paid him for all the for all the hour, countless hours of recording, and he sort of grumbled afterwards in a report. And it was, you know, this game has made this many millions, billions, whatever dollars, and if he only got like a cut of the action, so um, I don't know. But I, I think, find it can hard I, to explain. I think there's a big distinction there because. Um, something like Angry Birds is, you know, is a game wh- whether you like it or not is a game that is only for really sort of just playing on the flight, on the go, and people aren't really going to want to rent Angry Birds. I mean, they wouldn't obviously wouldn't be on the service anyway because it's not a PC game. Well, it kind of, is. but people don't rent Angry Birds. They want it on their phone so they can play it while they're on the bus, you know, whenever. And uh, you know, rental games are like big games which people are unsure whether they like, you know. Battlefield 3 playing the, the single player or whatever, and then they might die or whatever <laughs> No, and uh, the, the thing that I was going to say is that uh, things like you know, like the actors, like you were saying Jordan, that you know, they paid him like so much money and, and the game now has made all this much money uh, they, they, do, they do get residuals for their work, like um, for example, if, if, if you made a movie and the movie was made for what, like $2,000 and you got paid like $50 and and then all of a sudden that movie becomes like a like a smash hit uh that that uh, you know made millions of millions of millions of dollars you still as an actor you still get you know those those not necessarily from, it depends on what's in the, the contract yeah. royalties yeah. are in the contract well yeah it it depends on the contract but you know yeah. if 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 you were smart enough you probably but you probably be honest, care of all of that beforehand the guy who played Nico Bellic is an idiot to think that <laughs> GTA 4 wouldn't be massive. Like GTA 3 was like one of the uh, what a San Andreas. Was yeah, he probably didn't game know game. anything about games either. <laughs> you got to be an idiot not to research it. Think mm, this might be the biggest game of this generation or whatever. But you know, um, yeah. So it's not yeah. it's not a matter of them not wanting more money. It's a matter that they won't get more money. And because you know the the big name stars like the Tom Cruise and that when they're in movies, even though they're sort of washed up, they still get a lot more money than Toby Edwards and Javier Bustinat and Jordan Wyatt would be you know walking <laughs> off the street. I demand ten percent off the top, damn you! And they'll say, get the hell out of here, New Zealand boy. Go back to your little Lord of the Rings. Well, that's know? understandable, though. To be fair, so. I can understand that you know bigger name celebrities are going to sell more tickets and all that and more rentals. You know, they're going to be more reliable. Going to get more. I'm talking. I'm talking about if it is like some kind of one-off fee. That right. This is what each game that's listed gets. You know, and and now just shut up. You know, you got to work this out for the rest of your life. Um, I do think that's a bit weird, and I just don't see ten dollars a month or whatever it would be. Like, Javier, what are you paying a month for one game? What are you paying a month, American? Um. It's not one game a month. It's uh, it's uh, the flat oh, at a time. Fee. I realize. Yeah, one flat time. fee. It's I think it's about seventeen bucks. Seventeen and, uh, dollars. Okay. Yeah, and and whatever you know, you can play a game for one day and send it back, and then you'll get the the next game. Like in in it's a a a window of one or two days, you know, for them to receive the game and then ship back the other game. But it just sounds like it. so little money changing hands. I don't really the, understand it's not, it. It's not the be all and end all of of that of that game selling because plenty of people will have bought it because they don't want to pay a, a subscription because they don't want more games or because yeah, they that's... really like the game so they want to own it and they want to play it for the next year. You know, that it... was gonna be my point. Uh, uh, sorry uh, for interrupting, but that was gonna be my point. When when I I see a game there that I like. I'm most likely, or that I want to own, I'm most likely gonna go and buy, you know, the original copy of the game, whether it's from, you know, from a legitimate store, or I'll go on eBay or Amazon and buy it. But, you know, at some point, the 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 company that made that game is gonna get that money money back in some 
actually buying the game. And, exactly. And if anything, it's good PR for the games because if it's a good game, people will buy it. Exactly. Going, you know, properly after having rented it. Well, we can. We can. Uh, oh, Jordan, you want some? Yeah. Some okay, I'll wrap it up. I sort of utterly disagree with them as on most things. It's like they talk about the newspapers going out of business. And seen as selling like a, a newspaper for a, a buck a piece, let's say, each day. Um, and said they have to make do with having little ads on the website, and there's no way to really monetize it. And, uh, you know, no one clicks the ads or anything. So it's sort of like trading like real dollars for digital cents is the term the newspaper industry talk about. And um, I wonder what's going to happen as this scales up. Like, it's not available to me now. Um, I think for a future show we should talk about just sort of the idea of renting whole consoles. When I look back at certain ones, you know, there's only a couple games I really like on the thing. The idea of rather than spending literally a grand on the thing when it comes out, the idea of just renting it and then the total cost, you know, would be like you'd rent it for each game you wanted or whatever. Um, because, frankly, for me, the big title games that I'd, I'd play for many games come out every now and then, you know. Uh, it doesn't really make sense to own it, you could say. But, you know, maybe that's a topic for another time. I just, I just yeah, worry about I the developers getting actual money. Well, actual money for this, rather. I, I, you know, it sounds kind of like, like overly demanding, I imagine, like some kind of consumer. I demand to pay $10 a month for all I can eat, damn it. It's like a buffet just, like, gorging themselves, silly, you know, like, row, 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 rather than games really being Jordan, worth something. Jordan, Jordan, just, like, real quick, uh, with... Uh, with companies like Gamefly, like for example, with digital, uh, not digital, with uh, physical copies, um, I'm sure they have to buy a certain amount of the copies of the game to be able to rent them, uh, or else, you know, people are just gonna be left with with playing with whatever whatever else they have. I'm 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 thinking, you know, they have to buy not only the physical copies, they have to pay the whatever fees it is. I you know I I know my I don't know much about that. Um, uh, economic model that they have or they follow in order to to rent, but they rent do the it. Games, that shows but, that it but, is profitable. But if the companies are still on board with it, I think uh, I think it's 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 probably a good model for them. Um, we can move on to the next topic now, uh, since uh, I don't want to go in circles with the same thing. Um, we have next the Kojima uh, Twitter news that uh, maybe a lot of people already know, especially if you listen to this this podcast uh because not pictures after 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 <laughs> after all we were we were the metal gear solid podcast before uh and we still have some of that but um yeah it's 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 basically this time no not pictures of the food that he eats but actually uh a few tweets about what's coming uh up with the metal gear solid hd collection edition um basically as uh, everyone knows uh, there's gonna be two two different versions. One that is the Japanese version, one that is the American or not American, but rest of the world <laughs> version. Um, the the Japanese version uh, it comes with uh, different items. The one item is you know Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, Subsistence, which uh, comes with Metal Gear 1 and Metal Gear 2, and it also has a code for downloading Metal Gear Solid 1. Um, that is the Japanese version. Uh, now, the, the rest of the world version is a little bit different. Uh, it seems we don't get the Metal Gear Solid 1. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, uh, like Toby said before, by this point in time, um, most people have have Metal Gear Solid 1, or, you know, especially because it's... You can like get it on of, PSN, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's sort of sentimental for a lot of people to just to keep that game close by. 
Um, we are getting Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence, also with Metal Gear 1 and Metal Gear 2, which is good news because uh, we, we, we never had, especially when the Essential Collection Edition that came out like two, three years ago, um, didn't have it and a lot of people were disappointed. It's now coming, so everyone is going to be able to play those games, especially like uh, younger people that have not played it. And it also it also comes with Peace Walker, which um, I think I think you know it, it it's the Peace Walker HD edition. It's the new one, so I'm guessing we're gonna have the opportunity to play it in HD and with two uh, thumbsticks this time, not just one. So um, hopefully it'll be you know it'll be a, a good a good experience for most people. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much all the news that we got from Kojima. I I don't know what you guys have to say, Toby. I was going to say, yeah, I'm pretty... I mean, I would have frankly been uh, pretty disgusted if Metal Gear Solid 3 wasn't a subsistence <laughs> version. But at the same time, I'm glad it is because I, having played the beginning of... I mean, the first sort of hour of Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, twice, both one on the original version with the fixed camera uh, and, and and one on the subsistence with the with a 3D camera, you know, with the normal camera that everyone else you know uses these days um it was so much easier with a 3d camera and that was my copy that scratched and broke which is why i haven't played the entire metal gear solid 3 um so i'm really glad that's it and you get metal gear 1 and 2 which is interesting i'm not sure if i actually mm-hmm. play them but if i'm bored i'll play them and it's a good you know oh. it's free stuff extra for the price of a normal game so wait, I, I think wait. it's a pretty good deal and uh I... sorry uh, I just I just heard a sight from Jordan, and I wanna yeah. I wanna know what that was for. See, this is this is maybe this kind of wraps into the previous story about getting sort of a big lump of just sort of like slop thrown on the plate. Yeah, eat it already, you know. Um, <laughs> the idea that these beautiful games that were worth waiting all those years in between for Metal Gear Solid One and Two and Three, and then you get them like yeah, yeah, it was a bit scratched. I didn't play it. I don't know if I'll play one and two, but you know they they make it look good on the box. They say that you get an extra couple things for free. You know they're not really worth anything. Maybe you know I'll just leave them sitting around. You know you should want to earn things. You should be like working in the like the coal mines. You know thinking <laughs> I just have to work another hundred hours and I'll be able to afford <laughs> this game. You know like you're barely staying alive, but the one thing in your mind is like the mind on the prize you know rather than this like entitlement kind of first world pains as Harvey mentioned on the, the like the latest meme um this idea of just wanting like a big like a big bowl full of crap like you know those sort of american soft drink containers you know you like three gallons or something of coke and like you know everything else looks small to americans now they just want to get like this giant lump of crap you know sort of splunk down on their plate and um i think it takes away a lot of the value out of things for like six plus year old games I don't think it's that weird to be want to feel entitled to have the subsistence version of MGS3. Oh, but I'll probably never play it, you know. It's just... Oh, yeah, they, they, <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah. I think next... MG1 and MG2, I'll probably never play it because I've heard from Andy that they're pretty awful. <laughs> but, you know, I was the same. They're pretty awful, but I still get them, so they're adding them in when they don't have to. That's a good thing. Well, that... The the thing here is that it, even if if you don't want to play them, I mean, you're getting them. A lot of people were were kind of disappointed before, especially the older gamers, because uh, they heard that that they were coming on the subsistence, but it didn't happen for you know for the American version of the the essential yeah. collection when a lot of people bought it. So they were a little bit disappointed. They did wanted to play those games. So you know whether or not you want to play it, it's gonna be there. Like yeah, it, I was saying for, that's a good thing. Yeah, and I, th- I also think it's a good thing because 
they're they're really hard to get this you know these days and uh uh you know there's emulators and stuff like that but uh i i'm i'm i have for under uh, you know i think i think i heard before that these uh metal gear one and metal gear two are sort of like brushed up versions you know a little bit like updated so um, oh cool uh, I I think that's what I heard. Um, don't don't quote me on that, but I I I think if, if that's the case, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a you know a pretty good thing. Um, just as a side note, and before we move on to the next topic, um, there, there's also out there um, pictures. Uh, I also posted uh, from Kojima about the uh, the trophies uh, for trophy support that we're, we're gonna have with those <laughs> versions and. I saw the little icon images, and they're uh, you know they're worked. They're actual images of of, of Snake and and uh, different uh, what are, um, characters from the games on the icon. So I really like that. That it's not just like some generic you know hat or something like that 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 uh, shows on on the trophy. Yeah, uh, to- Toby. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm pretty proud of myself because I just thought of a really good. Uh... Uh, kind of pun slash joke. <laughs> um, uh, so, so you know how obviously this is. I think it's a pretty good deal. This um, this MGS collection, and I don't know if you guys know about the the orange box, which is uh, which is sure. the yeah. Half Life Two, can yeah. um, TF Two, and all the Half Life episodes in Portal. Um, so I think reckon this this should be called the cardboard box. Do you like it? <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> the cardboard box. That's that's sort of cool. Yeah, they should have they should have called it that. So I have uh, to say that on it. That's, that's, I I thought you were gonna say that that Kojima should should have the uh all the all his like main games in there uh, like on sort of like a, a box sort of set like you know like Zone of the Enders and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and Police Knots and Metal Gear One and like all in one box and that that also would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, just uh, let's let's leave our, our ner- nerdish geek boy uh, fanboy fantasies on all the right, side. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna move on to the next topic. Um, oh, the, my, my next topic. That's actually yeah. Those are actually two stories that I I saw this morning, and uh, I kind of like it. it they're kind of like heartfelt stories, and at the same time, they're not. <laughs> From the London riots, of course, Toby uh, has been surviving those London riots. Yeah. Um, not, surviving. Not really. He started the thing. I saw him. Uh, he, he he has Take now like Bobby, police officer. Three, three sixty inch TVs and twenty Playstations and PCs. But um, yeah, there, the first one that I wanted to talk about is this uh, this uh, young man who was uh, basically there's there's a video and everything. Uh, um, my story, I got it from Kotaku. So it's a, uh, it says man has jaw broken, broken, PSP stolen during London riots. And basically, his uh, his name is uh, he's a Malaysian student, uh, Ash Ashraf Hasik, <laughs> uh, who was uh, bleeding from a jaw and bra, and uh, I mean from a broken jaw. He was bleeding from a jaw and bra on the floor, and uh, some passersby saw him. Uh, this one guy helped helped him up. You know, it seemed like you know, well spirited guy trying to help. Uh, while he was doing that, some other guy comes from behind and opens the guy's backpack and start, starts looking through the backpack and uh, he steals something. And that that thing that he stole was uh, the, this kid's uh, PSP. And uh, uh, the 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 video, you know, it's it's very crude because the guys just like walk away and the other guys like just bleeding his mouth off. And has to walk away with nothing, and 
it seemed kind of it seemed kind of evil and 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 bad from these guys to you know be like that but um there there's a, there's always a silver lining in this kind kinds of stories especially when when it hits the media so massively like the london riots has and is that sony computer entertainment europe marketing director alan duncan has pledged to replace has six psp and throw in a few games for good measure so uh it says this won't <laughs> fix his broken job but perhaps it, it might go some some shall some small way to restoring his faith in best basic human uh decency so I think I think you know it's it's kind of like a uh, a little bit of uh, of help from somebody you know trying to make the kid good. Uh, he he lost something more than than a, a few you know few drops of blood during the riots. But yeah, it's it's kind of good that uh, that this happened. Toby, what what do you want to say? Yeah, I, I was just going to say about the actual thing that happened. I've watched the clip a number of times, um, and to, to the I mean, it's not necessarily to the credit of him but to, to actually how it happened it, like people so the stories portray it as though the kid had no idea what's happening and he's just a sucker even though that's a sad story but what well, actually you know he he as the guy took the psp out of his uh backpack he knew he turned around and saw what's happening but he was surrounded by these scumbag writers who have nothing good to do with their lives and he knew he couldn't do anything about it i mean he's surrounded you know by kids much much bigger than him and he couldn't do anything about it he just accepted his fate uh, and it's really sad, but um, I mean, you know, I think it's a nice thing for Sony to do. I mean, they didn't have to do it. Obviously, it's a PR type thing, but you know, it's a nice thing to do. So you know, you can't you can't fault them for doing it. If they didn't do it, it'd be less nice, even though it is a PR stunt. So yeah, it's alright. Okay, and uh, Jordan, what what do you think about this? Yeah, they had to pick the nice Jordan episode for this story. Yeah, you know. Um, but I'm not allowed to say bad things about the PSP. Like, maybe the people that stole it from him were doing him a favour, you know, and they, no one ever covered that angle. Um, and I just, well, I get this image of it, you know, if if I was allowed to be, like, telling the truth and wasn't paid off, like cars over there with, like, the taser out, um, if I wasn't paid off for this episode, I'd say something like, I can imagine this kid with sort of, like, the broken jaw in a hospital, can't, like, eat or drink, really. He just has, like, some kind of, like, straw thing going in, so he can't apparently drink. Sorry, I, I changed my story, as I often do. <laughs> um, so just the idea of, like, sitting there, like, why? I didn't even like the PSP. It just was sitting in my bag, so I was going to use it as a rock to throw through, like, breaking windows or something to see, like, a good thing. And why'd they have to give me this thing back? I was trying to throw it away, damn it. Um, so the idea that Sony can portray themselves as the good guy for giving a console like, you know, I imagine a second-hand scuffed-up one, or no, <laughs> even better, a PSP Go, one of those things they sold 14 of one week in Japan, you know, they're so desirable, um, with like a couple games on it, you know, like Tetris <laughs> and Luminous, you know. Um, you know, this thing cost them, what, $5 or 5 quids or something? Um yeah, and they can be the good guys. Look at what Sony do after the, after they've ruined all our lives with the BSP. To be fair to them, uh, Sony nice. had an entire warehouse in London be burnt down, and they and there's probably a good few PSPs in there that burnt. Um, Maybe they even have the, 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 the PlayStation Vita that is not going to be released until next year. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like I was, I was, you know, I, I was. What I was going to say is like, how come they they don't pay his uh, hospital bill, but. Uh, 
I'm guessing in England they, you don't have to pay a hospital bill since. Uh, yeah, because we yeah. <laughs> we have a civilized a civilized society it's where it's one of those you know, social yeah. countries where you don't have health to pay for service. It. Yeah, <laughs> socialist. No, no, just in America. Just in America, it would cost like ten million dollars or something for the say. Like it would be ten million dollars oh, to like give a head of work. I know it's we not call it civilization. I would, I would love to have free free healthcare. Believe me. Uh, <laughs> I guess we can move on from. from oh, I, actually, I have a second story also about London riots, and this one is uh, uh, this poor old man, you know, a barber who has a he's an eighty-something-year-old guy who has a barber shop, little barber shop in in England. Um, he he gets his barber shop broken into and basically destroyed. Um, there's there's a lot of media help out there for him. As uh, there's a, a hashtag on Twitter called Keep Aaron Cutting. Which you know, Aaron is his name, his first name. Um, there has been people trying to help out. There's uh, even this one guy who created a flash game. Uh, I don't, I don't have the name at hand, but the flash game is basically you have to defend your your own property against the people rioting in in the streets, and uh, it's it's a pretty fun game. So that's my second, you know, sort of short story about the London riots. It's it's, it's nothing, you know. Nothing too big. I just wanted. I just thought it was, you know, kind of cool to mention, especially since it involves gaming and and you know stuffs the things that we like. Yes. Yeah, I definitely. I'll definitely check it out. You know, I can. I want nothing more than to be able to at least emulate shooting those um, <laughs> those rioters. You know, um, just to say a well, little bit for myself. This, having game, this game basically what you have is a club, and you oh, have well, clubbing's club, just clubbing. as good, even if not better, actually. Um, <laughs> But no, yeah, yeah, uh, Jordan, so go ahead. Jordan. Yeah, um, I, I was reading the comments and I was just, just intrigued by like the reaction that people have. Like, those people going out there and being violent, I want to literally rip their dicks off. You know, this is, you know, <laughs> things like that. I'm going to shove this PSP down their throat and sew it up and smile all the while. And I'm going to have a great time hurting these people. And people here do that as well. We kind of get that kind of lynch mob mentality, you know. We're good, decent people. What? He stole a dollar beater's friggin' bum, you know, like smash his head open. Yeah, um, sort of yeah, ironic. But, yeah, violence, violence is the problem, guys, and you know it's no part of the solution. We should be, you know, loving each other and being peaceful, and, and not talking about how good people are going to turn themselves into evil, soulless wrecks and and to beat people senseless. And frankly, the solution is just to say, you know, we can't change what you've done, you little buggers, and um, don't do it again, and um, just save all your hate, and you know, instead of taking out your violence on other people, take it out on inanimate objects. Is what I say. <laughs> Especially those made by Sony. So you know, violence is the problem, guys. Not the answer. All right, Jordan. I think uh, you're gonna get give hate a chance. Text. Is what I'm saying, basically. <laughs> give hate a chance. <laughs> give hate a chance. Okay, so um, Toby, you have something else? Yeah, to I just wanted to, wrap, especially to do with the riots. Also, just speaking as a Londoner, I just wanted to you know be serious and actually say like, um, you know, I was happy. You know, the, the first few days the police didn't have enough numbers to really do anything, but. I don't, I don't get what Jordan says. I was perfectly happy to see the police uh, beating whoever people, you know, who were attacking. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, they, they actually caused the deaths of people, innocent people trying to, de- you know, defend their shops. It's absolutely disgusting. And, uh, you know, and, you know the, the, the courts are going all over the weekend to, to convict all of them, to try and convict as many as possible. And it's a good thing, and you know, they can all rot in hell. As far as I'm concerned, I, you know, they're generally scum. You know, they literally they had no political reason to do it. They just went out to loot and hurt people, and you know, so that yeah, I just want to wrap up and say that. I mean, if you know anyone who fucking did it, 
we pull them to the place. <laughs> yeah, and 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 see that that's also another thing that uh, it happens because uh, you guys are not allowed to carry guns. If you guys were allowed to carry <sighs> guns, <laughs> then we'd have murder. They'd murder more people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they'd have. Gu- I know. I know. Sorry. I know. I've been paid by the NRA. <laughs> so okay, let's uh, let's move on to the next to- topic, Jordan. Um, you have a, a story about AT&T officially screwing me or something like that? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, so I love doing general tech stories. Um, I do like covering iOS games, but the tech stories are what really excites me about the Patriot cast. And this one is mind-blowing, and basically one of the co-hosts' lives is going to be ruined by this story. And it's, damn it, I'm not allowed to make a Toby 3DS joke. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, damn it, this has to be the no, good episode. No, please go ahead. Do, 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 do um, You're allowed. No, so this is another co-host having their life ruined by this, and it's AT&T, the, the giant network in America, officially swallowing T-Mobile, and it's going ahead. There's no stopping it. Um, you know, America, it's one of those crazy countries that actually uses CDMA for cell phones as well, so if you want to go from, like, some of the good networks to the others, you know, you have to actually buy a new phone because they're physically different. It's like petrol and diesel, but there's the rest of the world, pretty much, apart from South Korea. Um, they just went GSM, so they just swap a SIM card out. Boom, your phone just works wherever you want it to. And um, assuming you're not a sucker and you're one of those plans where you're stuck for, like, two years paying, like, 100 bucks a month, rather than doing the serious thing and just buying the phone yourself, and it's your phone. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. Um, so now in America, it's Sprint, which is basically like the last place. They're CDMA. They've got nothing going for them. Um, they're horribly behind, basically. Verizon is CDMA as well, and they're often said to be the best one. Other people say they hate Verizon, they're CDMA. Um, AT&T and T-Mobile were both GSM. AT&T was this huge monopoly. like It invented the term monopoly, basically. Um, I'm, I'm avoiding Standard Oil and all that back in the day, but mm-hmm. AT&T, it's just, a, just an awful monopoly. They got officially broken up, supposedly, by the American government for being just a giant monopoly. Like, you couldn't even buy landline phones and plug them into the wall because they said, oh, that might be bad for our network. You have to buy a phone from us, you know, can't have competition yeah. where you buy a landline phone. It got broken up. It basically, like the people always say, like the, the Terminator and Terminator 2, the liquid one, the T-1000 or whatever, you know, it all came, all the pieces came back together to reform AT&T. They even changed the name to Singular, like in my lifetime. When the when the Motorola V3 Razor was a big hit, it was it was sold on Singular back then. Well, yeah. And the first iPhone was Singular. Singular was their, their official uh, yeah. wireless network. Yeah. But, but they swallowed up all the pieces that got chipped away from them by the government. You know, that sort of socialist regulating big business that's illegal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they even brought back the name AT&T and they brought back all the little bits again. And now they've swallowed T-Mobile. And so now... If you want a GSM phone, which is basically all of them, like an iPhone, you know, normal iPhones, not that CDMA crap version, um, <laughs> basically you have to go with one company. And it's it's just, it's un, it's unreal, you know, it's crazy. And so people, freedom fighters like Mr. Javier, you know, he escaped a T-Mobile with a hacked phone and it would never work on its full 3G speed because, you know, know. it was made for crappy t- AT&T in America and T-Mobile was different, so they don't even really have compatibility fully there. But, um... You know, I've been watching Dragon Ball Z, you know, versions I <laughs> legally recorded off the television. And I've been, you know, most of them are a hell of a lot of talking and a lot of not, that's you know, illegal. not enough, not enough <laughs> you know, violence that we all love. And that's how we solve our problems with violence, apparently. No, we don't. Um, 
you know, I've been skipping through episodes, taking a couple of minutes to watch each one, just all like explosions and stuff, and uh, keeping up with the story of Sal and the androids and, you know, Trunks and everything. And Javier was like Trunks, you know, the Super Saiyan from the future, and he came back in time, and he was running away from the androids who had taken over the world. AT&T, like giant monopolies in America, just huge corporations that they make the rules, they control everything, government's powerless to stop them. And it was just, you know, freedom fighter Javier running around with his little sword and he, after he cut, like, Freezer in half. Um, and King Cold, or whatever his name is, he, like, blasts him the heart. <laughs> you know, he's a freedom fighter. He thought he escaped, and then, like, Sal comes up behind him and puts the tail around his neck and chokes him to death before taking his time machine back in the fu- to the past, sorry, to kill Goku <laughs> and everyone, and to reabsorb 17 and 18. It's just, it's just a terrible thing, you know, the world's over. And um, there's no way this should have been allowed to happen. This is just, this is just awful. It's the most terrible thing I could ever imagine. This is just... I'd, I'd never leave the house. I'd just it cry is, all day if I was American. This, so, is, um, a, this is a great analogy. Yeah, so <laughs> your trunks, basically, you, you basically you know ran away from the future, you thought, with your little T-Mobile and all that, and it just got swollen up. So um, you know, don't turn your back, because Cell might be behind you, Mr. Javier. Although, <laughs> we do see right at the end of the Cell saga, like the perfect Cell in the Cell game saga, um, he basically knows Cell's going to like kill him and steal his time machine, so he kills Cell after he goes... From the future to the past, back to the future. So that's all Harvey has to do. He has to go back to the past, he has to stop this merger, um, and then he has to go back to the future. So it's just terrible. Yeah, well, I, I don't think there's there's any way that I can uh, stop the merger. Um, just cry, Harvey, I, just cry I, for I, us. I, I, I was... <laughs> no, I was very sad before that uh, this was going to happen. Uh, basically, uh, T-Mobile... Uh, AT&T is going to become the, the biggest network in... Um, the only network, in, really. Uh, well, there, there's going to be Verizon, CDMA. Uh, there's there's Sprint, there's another one called Metro PCS. But those are tiny ones, though. Those are tiny yeah, they're, they're, they're small, they're smaller ne- networks. But, uh, you know, those, small, those smaller networks do charge a lot less for their services. So uh, a lot of people go with those networks, especially people who can't afford, you know, have, have an iPhone or whatever. And they do get, uh, you know, Android phones. They can use apps and stuff like that. Um, my main thing here is that um, <laughs> I, I I I can't I can't complain anymore because my company actually gets a discount uh, with AT and T and actually also with uh, Verizon and and Sprint, so I can go with any of those three networks and actually I think I will go with AT and T since uh, I do like the I don't get a choice and, uh, <laughs> and and I do get a twenty percent off discount, so I'll probably be getting an iPhone. Most most likely because I'm I'm cheap that way I'm gonna probably get um an uh, refurbished iPhone four <laughs> because I saw they're like ninety nine dollars so I was like sweet with the contract um on on a little side note Jordan I was also gonna say about this new uh i iCloud phone that uh that Apple uh, is uh is is planning to develop rumor. or is developing or yeah it's it's sort of a rumor but uh, I guess it's it's sort of possible right um. Basically, it's a phone that uh, that it's gonna be. They they want it to be free with with a two year contract. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what Apple wants to do. It's not even AT and T's idea. It's supposedly it's Apple's idea. They want it to be a, a, a free phone with a two year contract. And basically, what you have is a it's a phone that can only work through the cloud. Like uh, you have an app uh, that you want to use. Uh, basically, you have to download it from from the cloud and use it. And then I guess I guess uh, I don't know if it stays on your phone or. Or if after a certain while it, it goes away. Let's be honest, it's Apple. They're going to get their money somehow. It'll cost a ridiculous oh, yeah. amount or something. Oh, yeah, they will. 
Yeah, they will. Uh, that's the money that they get. They recover through, you know, just by having their their phones with with certain companies. It costs five hundred pounds or something. That's how all the companies. That's how all the companies make their money back. Um, is 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 there anything else you guys want to say about this story? Uh, Toby, I mean Jordan. Yeah, it's just just this whole contract thing's a scam, and um, to hear my my brave friend Javier, the freedom fighter from the future. <laughs> To hear him like beaten down into this thing, just accepting it and saying, maybe I'm getting a good deal by getting a second-hand phone when I should be getting a brand-new phone that's mine and I own it. And if the carrier tries to screw me over like the ones here, tried to... <laughs> Dude, my my one that I loved and had been on for years, Vodafone New Zealand, um, when the iPhone 4 came out, they basically tried to make everyone be on a contract, those evil contracts, and instead of paying 10 US dollars a month, which I choose to do, and I could pay more if I wanted to, um, but $10 a month, I get everything I want, and I use it literally for hours a day, my phone on 3G. So, um, you know, if the company tries to screw me, I just say, bugger this, I'm jumping in my time machine and getting the frig out of here. But it's like, you're just like, oh, I don't I don't need a time machine, you know. Um, well, <laughs> it's going to be kind of difficult because, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna be the major networks. and one of Monopoly the is the term. Yeah, one of the reasons why I did go with uh, with T-Mobile, and you know, from the beginning, like I don't know, I've been with them forever since like ten, almost not not ten years, a little bit less, like seven years probably ago. Uh, it's because they were, you know, they were the little guy. They had good network and and they had cheap prices. So that's basically it's about the opposite now, completely. Yeah, in every, yeah. In bye every bye. respect. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Um, now it's... now they're being swallowed. They're, they're pretty big now. They're being swallowed. And currently, uh, they... have they have terrible reception in certain areas as well. Well, they had they did have bad reception in certain areas, but they they you know you go to their website. They have they have a a sort of map that shows you your area and what the what reception you would have, and you can enter different uh, what they call here zip codes, which is. But if you uh, want an iPhone four and you live in one of those bad areas, you don't have a choice. I mean, yeah. the fact you know the E three conference when uh, Sony talked about the uh, the PSV being <laughs> exclusively on e- on AT and T, and you could literally hear the crowd of press go. Ugh. Well, th- know, this is that, that's what's happening because uh, AT and T, and you know when they. When they merge with T-Mobile, they're gonna have more coverage than any other network. It's that is a good point. Happen. No, no, that's a fair point. But yeah. it's still and... crap compared to the rest of the world. We have to make that clear. Like New Zealand has 97% coverage of the whole country on every carrier, and there well, are just some parts in the middle of nowhere that have no coverage. But we're talking about Jordan, San Francisco; people can't use their phones. You know, Jordan, Los Angeles Zeal- people can't Zeal- use their phones. New Zealand is a, it's a small country, and and this yeah. country has more more. More uh, territory, and it's it's you know for for one but more tower people to cover. to cover it too. You know, it's not like you can only have one cell tower in a country, correct, and it's correct. like oh, but he's got always going to be dead spots. But you this, know, these people that complain about you know in San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, and anywhere where they can't use their phones is usually because they're either underground or inside an office. It's not because they're outside and you know. Oh, they talk about anywhere. The they talk about no. anywhere on AT and T. If you if you're paying a hundred American bucks a month for a thousand dollar phone, it bloody well better be able to make a phone call, you know. And they just can't, and that's why people say they, they just hated AT&T, and if they wanted the iPhone, which everyone does, of course, they were stuck to it. And so, you know, Verizon, they have to buy a whole new phone because it's CDMA. I just say that, you know, if I can have one thing this time, if I'm not allowed to tell the truth about hating certain consoles, <laughs> and I've got like a gun to my head right now, um, violence is never the answer, and the American carriers suck, and the rest of the world has choice because we have socialism, <laughs> is what I'd say. <laughs> No, and, and I, I, I like I would I, I would like to yes, say yes, comrade, that, comrade Toby. <laughs> you, you, Don't talk to me like that. Sorry, go ahead. 
you do have you know a, a good uh, thing going on where you can pay like ten dollars a month or whatever. But the thing is, I wouldn't you know go and pay a thousand dollars for a phone because it doesn't make sense to me. You know, go and have to save like a thousand dollars to buy a phone and just to use it for ten dollars a month. Might as well just buy something else. You know, something like. Like and a pay five times a more computer or something like that. I mean, over time, yeah, it it adds up to a lot of money, but it's it's more like, money. To me, it, yeah, a lot more money. It doesn't yes. feel the same. Like to me, it's like, oh man, like I don't want to. So then you're tricked, doesn't it? It sounds like you're tricked. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, but it, you know, it makes me feel. It makes me feel like if I'm accomplishing something. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I I'll I'll pay the you know fifty to a hundred dollars a month and. On a pay plan, and 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 it'll just stay on a, on on contract. Jordan. Yeah. Um. Okay. My my last points would be what um, Toby said about the idea of Apple somehow getting their evil money because they're a money grubbing American business and all that stuff that we love to say is socialist. No, right? they just overcharge. That's all. <laughs> my my point was if you know I don't one I don't get the point of cheaper phones in some you know in some respect with America where. The top of line iPhone, the, the the new one, the decent one, it's two hundred bucks, right? Plus the contract. The the last year's model, it's a hundred bucks plus the contract. So the difference is a hundred bucks between, like, you know, a phone that doesn't have like a Retina display and awesome camera and it's not thin and made out of, you know, it's like a big difference for a hundred bucks. Are you kidding me? Um, mm-hmm. So I don't get the point of it when you're on a contract. You know, who really cares what the thing's really worth if you're going to pay the same no matter what? Um, if you're buying it outright, all the phones cost the same, Mr. Toby Edwards. If you look at any of the Android phones, uh, Nexus S and everything, um, my iPhone was 1200 All the ones I looked at, like my father just got a, a HTC Sensation, which is like the top-of-the-line HTC phone, dual core and everything. It's um, 1100 so it's a whopping $100. But must be your NZ prices. No, the, the difference is like practically the same for every phone. If you if you want to give like an outright cost of any Android phone, like a high end one, we're talking we're not talking about the Al Cheapo model. Um, you know they're the same. So I don't really get this sort of whining about and you know Android somehow cheap and Apple's the good ones and the bad ones and everything. I just so. mean generally Apple tend to overcharge because they're getting thirty percent of each bloody app you 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 know you download and they. Pay like they put a thousand pounds on top of each laptop you buy as well. But no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my my point is Toby's a a bitter sort of angry little guy that doesn't like Apple for some reason. No, we no, got to no. teach we got to teach him a lesson, Mister Mister Jobs. We got to teach him <laughs> a lesson, Mister Jobs. Like just think they have they have very uh, visible faults. But you know what? Enough tech, more yeah. video games. <laughs> okay. Well, next, your next story would be Jordan. Um, that one is again. Uh, uh, that one is about video games, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, what I think about Apple is no. Um, okay. The next story is the dream. I've seen a few people have mentioned my dream of Nintendo just giving up on this hardware thing and realizing that they make a couple good games that they re-release all the time. You notice that when Mr. Toby says, "Oh, but I played the GameCube version of Ocarina of Time or whatever. Now I've got the Wii version. Now I've got the 3DS version." It's like. What? You keep buying the same damn thing? Um, That's not what... I had the N64 version, and now I've got the 3DS version. That's it. (laughs) So anyway, buying the same thing more than once for, like, a game that came out in, like, the 90s or whatever, um, the idea... (laughs) Well, we've got to leave him have that, listeners. We've got to let him believe that, (laughs) listeners. Um, You're not allowed to kill his dream on that. Um, 
so the the dream, and it came from a site that when we did the sites that we like and the sites we don't like, TechCrunch would have been one of those sites I don't like, and at the same time I read it all the time just because it's it's the most mm-hmm. trolliest, rumor gossipiest tabloid kind of things. <laughs> MG Seagull and all guilty that. Guilty pleasure. Um, they update often. It has a lot of things. Mostly it's kind of like you know it's obviously got like a slant to it. People hate and they say they love Apple, or if they don't like Apple on the story, they hate Apple. You know, people are just angry. It's a, it's a mob situation, listeners. It's a mob TechCrunch. But um, they wrote a fairly decent story. You know, it's it's very sort of yellow journalism and everything. Nintendo shareholders still clamoring for Mario on the iPhone, and I was thinking. Who the hell really wants to play Mario? You know, like, what does Mario do? Hey, I'm a fat little guy in a red suit, and I jump, and I bump my hey, head on things. Hey, things. hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we, we, we can't actually call ourselves a video game podcast if you're actually insulting Mario. Like, what are you doing? What, you can, can't really you, can you call take, yourself... Can you take, like, two, like, tweet links to explain what makes uh, Mario good in 2011, Toby? It's a classic game. It's an absolute Super Mario Brothers Three, the best games of all time. You know that, that that's not that's even more widely regarded than Zelda. Like, I guarantee you, anyone who knows anything about video games will, if they don't call it top game, will call it in their top three games of all time. You know, it's it's just brilliant. It's so much fun, and it's the worst thing is you hate it, but it is literally the brilliance. In iPhone app, but way better than shit like Tiny Wings and stuff like that. Like, you know, and it could be on iPhone, and that's the brilliant thing about it. And you know, um, I, I, I do, I do have to say that Jordan, uh, yeah, Mario, it's it's basically a classic of of video gaming. Uh, I, I, I don't play it anymore because you know, I, I think that I kind of like grew out of it. Um, I have played Mario Galaxy. I thought it was a, a very good game. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think that I, I could say like, oh, this is a piece of crap. Mar- Mario has been, you know, an icon for years, and 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 I, I think part of the story here is that that icon, it's it, it's uh, it's trying to make its way now into the iPhone, and I think that's kind of like what we have to focus in this. Can story. I just drop a fact before Jordan speaks? <laughs> this is this is a fact that's been calculated. More free time of human beings has been put into Mario, Mario games, than any other human activity, leisure human activity on Earth. That is a fact. That that is a fact. That is a fact, because there's more... Obviously, it comes down to, you know, population, the amount of people, and the amount of time people spend playing video games, but people didn't have a lot of leisure time in the last... You know know what what Mario needs? A multi-massive MMORPG (laughs) or something like that. but, But also, seriously, like... I don't. I think it's going to be hard for Nintendo to do this because they hate doing anything with anyone else, and they haven't done anything, you know, third party forever. Yeah. But I wish they would. Um, yeah, they're they're totalitarians in that aspect. They like, yeah, they like they to make a lot of money if they do, and it would be great for everyone. Yeah, that's that's the way they have made their money. They just want to make money. Games. We and I love to play certain games, but uh, yeah. But anyway, let's keep going with the story uh, before. Before anything else happens, Jordan. Yeah, I, I just I think we proved our point, listeners, when we asked Toby to explain in a couple of tweet links what made the game good, and we got the same thing. It's a classic. People love it. It was great 30 years ago, you know. Hey, hey, the best things in life can't be described in a few sentences. But what, what's good about it? like I can tell what I like about Tiny Wings or what my favorite movies and what I like about them. It's not just it's a classic and it sold a lot of copies 30 years ago. Great design, gameplay, brilliant levels. <laughs> 
Yeah, you got, you know, what do you got? You got fun. jump, so and you got bear, you hit against things. Princess, say, you know, a, a, a guy saving a princess. Uh, and, and, you know, Mario <laughs> 64 as well. Like, it is insanely brilliant gameplay. What can you say about Tiny Wings? I mean, that you can't say about Mario. The graphics are perfect. The sound is amazing. It's made by one guy in his basement. This is a game that, that came out, what, like 15 years ago, and it had uh, 20 years ago, and it looks better than Tiny Wings. No I mean, way. It's not running a retina display for one thing. Anyway, so my my point being, it's a bit like you know people can love classic cars. I don't I don't want to take their classic cars away from them. Everyone likes the Jaguar E Type. You know, it's a beautiful looking car. But you know, Top Gear put it up against a Honda Civic, and it got its ass beat by a modern Honda Obviously, Civic. Because it's hard to keep it. I know exactly. So sometimes we can love our memories and we can remember being scared shitless of Metal Solid One, and um, but we realise it doesn't quite, you know, cut it with a, you know, decent cutting edge, good, it's not beautiful, modern. I mean, you can love it, but it's just I'm going to spend a thousand dollars to play Mario. What do you do in Mario? I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars. Buying a console. No, in this situation, they put it onto iPhone, and, and we're all. No, this is this is well this is the dream world, though. You know, um, we hope they that they're going to do it. Other people, shareholders are calling for it, and they've had a bad year. Apparently, and they've, uh, apparently. it doesn't mean it's going to happen. You know, so um, I'd love it to happen personally. It's just the idea of Mario. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see the point in Zelda and Mario. The generic sort of stories of adventure stories. See, that's you never played any of them. I've played Especially Mario. Zelda. I've played all the older ones. I haven't played the latest ones for Wii. I admit that. I've seen the GameCube one, and I remember what is it, Super Mario on sixty-four. You couldn't name crap. one story from a Zelda Zelda game. You couldn't name I one told story. You I played. I, I've forgotten. The, what's the one? So what's uh, the story? Link's, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening was the last what's one the I story, played. What's the story then? <laughs> Link's Awakening. <laughs> you're in. You're in away from Hyrule. You, you're getting the eight musical instruments. You go down the different dungeons, and at the end, you have to talk to the. The song that's official not a story. Way. That's how the gameplay works out. That's not a no, story. No, that's literally that's literally the story that you're going to save the musical instruments because the whole world's taken over by whatever, and you have to get eight musical instruments to it. Link's Awakening. Oh God. Yeah, the point here is that that's not the the news, and you guys you guys are just fighting about whether you know what the game is or not. I mean, what's the actual piece of news? What what is going on? Well, some people are saying it'll be incredible to have Mario on the iPhone, and I don't doubt people are going to buy it. It's just other people don't see what makes people love Mario still, but you know they don't take away their their memories and stuff. But um, you know I hope that they will start selling things. I personally don't have many Nintendo games. I'm I'm aching to have on my iPhone. I'm more interested in some like uh, Sega games and you know um, maybe Microsoft games. I grew up, let's use a Nintendo one. I remember seeing in the store when my, my mother was going to buy me a PlayStation 1 back in the day, all the good old days, um, when you had things bought for you. And the salesman making minimum wage sort of suggested the Nintendo 64 is more recent, you know. It has mm-hmm. better graphics. Yeah. You don't want that old PlayStation 1. And if I if I made my, you know, if I said, yeah, maybe I should get the Nintendo 64, my whole life would be different. Um, <laughs> I've never played Metal Gear Solid 1, you know, probably. I, I saw it being played, but I wouldn't have games like that or Gran Turismo, GTA. I would have went the Nintendo route. Maybe I'd you would have always have hated Sony. The whole the genius of Ocarina of Time and, and Majora's Mask. I think have enjoyed. <laughs> I've, no, I haven't. No, no, no you haven't. Yeah, I, I, I do have to say that, like for me, for nostalgia's mm-hmm. sake, I would probably go in and buy like a, a Mario game. Uh, I would be interested in in uh, maybe maybe the the Super Mario All Stars, which uh, 
you know, uh, if it's like an updated version with good graphics and stuff like that, you know, where <laughs> it, it comes, it comes like with that. Mario, the first Mario, the second Mario, the third Mario, and I don't know what. But ten dollars, like right? yeah. Well, for yeah, for 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 a, a reasonable price, I don't know what price King it would be. But, yeah, but for for nostalgia's sake, I I think it would be it would be cool to be able to to have those kinds of games. I mean, uh, and n- not only talking about Mario, we we could be talking about you know, uh, it, um, Mega Man or or any other other title that that comes. <laughs> you can actually get yeah. Mega Man already on the iPhone. Yeah. Oh, you can. I yeah. didn't know that. It's a bestseller, all right. Um, but also, the thing I would point out is, although I really want this to happen, it still is a shame that even though the iPhone is supposedly, according to Jordan, you know, the pinnacle of technology and where the future of games is going, uh, it still it's, doesn't hold up to the NES or SNES uh, control uh, because putting <laughs> it on the screen is just not the same. You don't have the precision, you don't have the fidelity, you don't have any of that. Still, I'd still want to do up, it. Up, 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 down, 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 left, 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 B, A, B, A, slick start. <laughs> that's much more accurate than like that's the Konami code and on the screen which you're trying to look at at the same time as touching and, and it's not it doesn't respond to you or anything it's ridiculous well you know again we, we disagree about what makes games good and uh, the argument we got back for this one was the same as the argument we got back for the other Nintendo game it's a classic everyone loves it it was great <laughs> 30 years ago it's a classic everyone loves it um, no I, I said much more than that I said brilliant game design you know, but that doesn't it, it, mean it's true. Like, can you explain what makes it brilliant? <laughs> one, as I said, can anyone explain what the most beautiful opera makes it brilliant? Can anyone explain no, but what, what do you actually do that makes it, make it brilliant? Yeah. It is, it is, and like I say, slightly regarded because that that is a oh. true fact. It's not like just me shitting it out my ass. That that is exactly what people say. Super Mario Brothers Three is one of the best games of all time. That's completely <laughs> undoubted, and that's the tried, <laughs> that's the tried and tested review of almost the entire gaming population's, you know, answer. So that's, that's you know, that's no. undisputable. Indisputable. Well, and, Peace, and Peace Walker got 10 out of 10 from what Japanese magazine? Was yeah, it? that's not the entire gaming population. That's one magazine that's paid off by the Japanese. I know, I know, but that's the source that I listed. Can you list one of the sources that says the greatest game of all time? Yeah, yeah I could. Every gaming site that you find. Yeah, everyone now. Okay, yeah, yeah, everyone. Seriously. Okay. I stand well, corrected. Okay, everyone says this. Game. <laughs> so anyway, guys, let's 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 wrap this up, guys. Maybe we can do a debate episode sometime. You guys are gonna episode some other time. You guys can fight for hours, and I'm already getting bored. Um, <laughs> I can well, wrap it up, Javier. I can wrap yeah. this thing up. Um, so you know, the quote I got here is from Ars Technica, a really technical site that Toby likes because they're all into PC gaming and all that and whatever. Um, but yeah, I knew he would. But despite the allure of selling millions of copies on a touchscreen-enabled Super Mario to some 200 million iOS users, dun, 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 200 million iOS users oh, who on right. average play 14.7 hours of games per month, and that includes the people who don't play games, bringing it down, Nintendo president uh, Satoru Iowata will have nothing of it. So, um, you know, I hope that they will decide and... Um, to put their games on other platforms. I said before the show started, it's a bit it's a bit weird to imagine Nintendo selling their games on the sort of Microsoft consoles of the future, maybe the Windows Phone and the, the Sony consoles, but I think they definitely should be on iOS and Android, and um, I'm sure there's a fair price. Like I'm talking about a fair price, not some kind of cheap-ass, you know, we want to screw the company out of everything price, but 10 American dollars a game, you know, that sounds quite fair. That's a lot more than brand new games cost on the thing, but, you know, if they want to have really fat sort of profit margins, and I can understand that, $10 for games like that, 
Um, sure, I hope it happens. I really do hope it happens and that more people can enjoy it and the people that love these games growing up can still love them now. Um, people who want them for nostalgia's sake, they can buy them as well. And, um, you know, the only way for this to happen really is to see... Nintendo destroyed in the hardware market like Sega was. <laughs> and uh, I think, basically, if you... You know, it's one of those things. You know, you've got to hurt them to love them. You hurt the ones you love. Basically, Jordan of the Patriot cast is calling for a boycott of buying all Nintendo hardware so that there's some kind of shell of a human being selling their kidneys for crack. And um, in time, they'll come crawling back to iOS and Android saying, please, please, we'll do anything. Just take our Mario and sell it and make us money. So they're the already way... boycotting Nintendo hardware. I think that's pretty much the consensus you know, of the entire world. But I, I love everyone making fun of the thing. No one enjoys seeing it suffer more than I do. You know, we all know that, listeners, right? But, um, you know, to be fair, it sold like four million of the damn thing. And, you know, when the other one sold five million by this time. But it's not exactly hurting, you know. It's not like, it's not like they've sold five of the damn things. Um, but basically, I guess we just have to watch it sort of go downhill for hardware sales, hopefully. Well, they decided to say, hey, let's, let's be a software company. Let's make software for all platforms. And we'll sell like $10 is a lot of money for, for games on iOS and Android. They'll make a big profit from it because they don't really have to do anything except for the port, really. And people are doing that for free all the time with emulators. So surely, you know, it'll cost them like a million bucks, let's just say, and it probably won't. But let's just say a million bucks and they'll make 10 million from it, whatever. Um, and then, you know, in future they can keep releasing it as they love doing, and they'll make a lot of money. So we can we can have hope, Patriot Cast listeners. Just don't buy the thing, the hardware. <laughs> um, keep telling them that you love them, that you want to buy the software. They can do it. Cool. And um, yeah, it's just the future that everything, all all the games Toby loves will be coming to the platform I love. And Javier, no matter what happens, Javier's going to love <laughs> it and smile and take it like a man and just have like one solitary tear coming down his face. Well, you know the bad things happen, but he's gonna he's gonna soldier on. And um, no matter what network it's on, he's going to put up with it. So we're all, gonna be, we're all going to be happy. Toby's going to be happy. Jordan's going to be happy. Javier's just going to put up with it like always. Um, and if we wanted to find Toby and to hear more about Zelda and Mario and Pokemon, where would we find you, Mr. Toby Edwards? Uh, you find me on my2senses.com. Uh, uh, that's senses as in S-E-N-S-E-S. Uh, same Twitter and zap.co.uk I'll be doing this Deus Ex Human Revolution review in a couple of weeks time and that's when you won't find him playing on his NES and Game Boy Black we'll and PC <laughs> of course yeah okay and PC too <laughs> and um, loving these games and Mr. Javier Bustamante where would we find you buddy yeah I would be on uh, don'thavegame.blogspot.com and you can also find me on Twitter at X-A-B-U-R-O. Mm, so that's zath.co.uk, my two senses, like S-E-N-S-E-S, um, for Mr. Toby, and uh, don'thavegame.blogspot.com for Mr. Javier. And mm. I just enjoy being a presenter for some reason. You know, if I was a presenter for every episode, the host, you know, mm-hmm. I'd do nothing but talk the whole episode and just shut everyone else down. So that's why I'm not allowed to do it. It's in my contract. Um so you can find those two there. You can find me, Jordan Wyatt, at invsoc.org.nz, the Invercargill Vegan Society, um, and coexisting with nonhumananimals.co.nz is my own little podcast. And it was great talking with you all, guys. I, I made Toby mad, and um, the, the previous episode I made Harvey <laughs> mad, or Toby made him mad, and... Um, mm-hmm. This was the good episode, you know, I had to be a good little boy for this episode. And uh, I, d- I still made them mad, and I think I was being pretty nice, you know, so we all win. Um, 
you know, so I'm really glad that everyone could listen. Thank you for listening. And this has been the Patriot Cast, which you can find on Facebook, the Facebook group, the Patriot Cast. And it's not the white supremacist one. We're very clear <laughs> about that. So thank you for listening.